all, welcome back to the Emerald Perspective. Happy Monday. As always, it's LJ, Stu, and Mike. What's up, boys? Hello, hello. How's everyone doing? Good, good. How was your guys' weekend? Uh, it was some ups and downs, honestly, for me. Uh, highest high and the lowest low. Highest high was my sister, Katie. Uh, her team won district championship tournament uh so now it's on to state high school basketball garfield girls shout out to them uh lowest low was in my basketball game uh (laughs) i guess i didn't stretch you know once you hit your 30s you really i didn't believe them but people your body really just starts to break down for no reason my teammate threw me a pass that was kind of errant so i leaped lunged towards the ball as I'm going for the ball, I feel a in my calf, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. To make matters worse, there was only four of us, and this was the first three minutes of the game. Oh, so I had to make a decision right then and there, like, do I keep going or do I end it early and ruin it for everyone else? Uh, I made the unselfish decision to keep playing, and it was very painful. Uh, every step hurt like a bitch. <laughs> and, yeah, I couldn't walk at all in the nighttime. We had, we were supposed to record last night, but I was in so much pain, I couldn't really yeah. handle it. But uh went to the doctor today, and they said it was just like a grade two, no tears, thank the Lord. Oh, my God. We're just going to power through, and, yeah. I should have yeah, been selfish, though, if that's what I, I yeah, ended you with. Been selfish. You should have you called a LeBron. After he hit his hand off the rim, should be like, all right, I'm done. I'm done calling it. What about you, Stu? Did you have a good weekend? Honestly, I had a little chill weekend. Nothing really happened. I mean, I worked. I think that was mainly what I had in the weekend. Just worked. Worked really long hours, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, so, yeah, it's just been a busy weekend for me. Nothing special happened I mean, in my life. So, You got some new Funkos, though. Oh yeah, yeah I see your walls like growing. See? Wow, see your kids. Yeah. Show us. Give us, give us Show a quick. The fans. Oh, yo, I got these two. For those anime know, everyone who watches anime knows who this is. Anybody that loves the MCU knows this. Um, I just recently watched Wakanda Forever. Uh. Oh no. Anyways. Uh. <laughs> Got these three from Wakanda Forever. Pretty fire. And then again, to my anime lovers, I got these three. Very nice. So and I want to show you though this because I would probably say my two favorite, um, my two favorite superheroes in. Let me see if you guys can guess it. Who are my two favorite, uh, favorite characters or superheroes in the MCU right now? Right now. Spider Man are alive. Not not Chadwick Boseman. Oh yeah. So one of them is so, Black Panther. Oh, okay. Wow. So that Black one is Black Chadwick Boseman. Let me um, guess the whole I don't know about y'all, but Wakanda Forever, I cried my eyes out through probably half of the movie. So Yeah, it's pretty sad. That's pretty sad. And then my second one is uh Doctor Strange. I love Doctor Strange. Multiverse Madness was madness fire. So those are fun box I got that. Black Panther one was given to me by a friend Chuck. Shout out to Chuck. So, yeah. 
Well, very, very nice. Very nice. And well, on tomorrow, I'm going to go to the local actual headquarters tomorrow. Where's that? Fly, fly for a job. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, are oh, you here? I, I look Funko. like a Funko. <laughs> Just <Wow>. kidding. <laughs> Shots fired. I'm a Just big kidding. Funko. I'm a big Funko. <laughs> I put the fun in Funko. Oh <laughs> but yeah, that was my weekend. Pretty, pretty chill. Just worked and hung out with my, my pit, my bully. Sweet. Well, let's just get on started here. Um, I thought we start off with uh, something serious, but not good either. Everybody's been talking about over the last you know few weeks, the Norfolk Southern Railway crash. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to that at all, but Ohio is a dead zone right now. Um, what's that city called? Uh, north or east? Um, east Palestine. Palestine. East Palestine. Palestine. East Palestine. Like they're talking about fish are dying, animals are dying, like the water's still bad, but they're telling them it's safe. Um, I think Senator Maria Cantwell came out and said they were going to start opening up an investigation last Friday uh, into who's to blame and what happened. Um, yeah, what are you guys' thoughts on that? What do you what do you guys think is going on? Lead the way, Stu. I know you got something to say. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's it's shout out. I mean, thoughts and prayers to the people of Ohio, East Palestine. I guess it's tough. I mean, I saw a video last night. Uh, social media was blowing up, and it was of uh, an Ohio man. It's at night. He's recording on his phone and saying that like we're in East Palestine right now. And those aren't clouds. It's literally chemical clouds that are all like in our skies at this moment. Because like a nuclear bomb just went off, and it's just like we have oh, all this like crap. Yeah, so he wasn't just, even in East Palestine. He was in a different city. Oh, you see, even more so. Yeah. Like it's just it's crazy. And I, I started to research a little bit today as we started like talking about topics, and um, it just comes down to like you know people and, and their mama want to come after Biden because obviously like this is another thing we're talking about like Ukraine supporting them and all that stuff. And since people saw that, they're like, well, man, we can't even help people in Ohio when realizing in our government system, states are run by their, their governors and state governors, and they run that stuff. And they can't even pick up a phone call for Joe Biden. So it's like, I'm just saying, like, it's we have not done well when it comes to anything reacting, like reacting and respond, like not even reacting, responding to things that are happening because we it, it becomes a political stunt and it sucks that people would rather jeopardize their political affiliates than actually like caring about the people that they, they govern. And it sucks. It sucks to see that, that people are so petty to like not even pick up just because you disagree with Joe Biden. You can't even pick up a phone call to find out ways that we can sort this crap out. You know what I'm saying? So it just sucks that people's lives are being jeopardized. Like, and it's just inhumane, man. It sucks. It sucks. That's shit cray. So what hopefully they can humble themselves. Well, we know why this happened. Uh, I don't know. what it. What is it about human nature, man? We some greedy motherfuckers. And yeah. we some scoundrels. <laughs> like, all right. In 2016, Donald Trump, he, he reversed a bunch of Obama laws that were like set out to prevent these types of things. Yeah, and like that's why, like that side, they were just like, "Oh, let's appeal everything Obama did," and that's yep. a win for us. Like, what? 
Yeah. Yeah, they just destroyed everything. And loosening the restrictions on what needs to be done in that industry, uh, that saves the company. Was it called Norfolk Southern? Yeah, Norfolk I believe Southern. is the company that was using the shipyard. They get to save billions of dollars a year because they don't have to do all the maintenance checks. They don't have to make sure everything is in working order. They don't have to change the brakes every three months like before. Uh, and that's like part of the reason that those people were on strike uh, before they were like, we, you're not paying us. You guys are being greedy and we just want like some vacation days. Really? Yeah, for sure. Right. But y'all working us to the bone and then cutting corners at every fucking edge. So it feels like it was kind of like a joint effort from it's like the Biden administration failed and the Trump administration failed. And now we're seeing the effects of that failure in real time. And it's the the consequences. It's a fucking environmental disaster. Disaster. (laughs) This is not supposed to happen in America. <laughs> no, it's horrible. And I like what you said, Mike, when you talked about this was a joint failure by both administrations, mm-hmm. because it really was. It was a failure on the Trump administration because they walked back all those regulations. And then it was a failure on Biden because he didn't reinstall them. You know, there's no like they didn't check on any of these things. And now we're seeing, you know, the horrible effects of what's going on. Like people are getting burned. They're going outside like they wanted to do a controlled burn so they could save money. That's pretty much all this is about. They didn't want to have to like discard of the waste because it would have cost a lot of time. And they wanted to clear the air, the, the railway so they could like run another train through there. They burnt that shit up, went to the atmosphere. And now it's just like, it's just burning people. They're just breathing acid now. You know, carcinogens are up in the air. It's just, it's an insane, like, so I never thought I'd see something like this. And that, uh, the CEO, what's his name? What, Alan Shaw? He went on like the news and he gave this like half-assed apologies like we're going to do everything we can for the people of east palestine and we're going to fix this mistake and he offered them like a thousand dollars a piece to relocate and i'm like yo these people make like 14 dollars an hour like a thousand bucks to relocate is not gonna do shit for these people and what's sad about it the most is i just kept thinking about other disasters right like the bp oil spill like flint michigan's water and nobody goes to jail. Like they just had that last year. They just had that uh, mistrial for like Flint, Michigan and all those water companies. Nobody's going to jail. It's a mistrial. They blame the government. Government blame them. They're like, oh, we got here after the fact, yada, yada, yada. And, you know, no one's going to go to jail here. Like, I don't care how much investigating they do. They're going to sit there for years to come and investigate this. And no one's going to jail. You know, none of these CEOs. They're all, they're just destroying our planet. We can't do nothing about it. You know, it's just really sad. A possible, a very slim possible upside to this is we may have sped up human evolution, mutants coming soon. It might not be how we imagine. It's not going to be like the X-Men. It's going to be like Futurama. (laughs) Oh, my God. People, one eyeball, tentacles. Yeah, dude. Hands That's coming like, out of their foreheads. Birds are flying are falling out of the sky. Fish are just rising to the surface, dead. Like all the water looks the, like gross. It looks disgusting. Yeah, you see the rivers, the streams, people throw rocks in it. It looks like freaking gasolines in the water. Yeah, straight like, like 
I wonder what happened if you tried to light it on fire. Like, oh my god! And they have the audacity to be like, "Oh, it's okay, everyone. It's still safe." Like this happened yesterday. That video you're talking about, Stu, the freaking smoke in the air, like those those gas clouds. Like, yeah, it's a dead zone over there. And like, this is just bringing up. You know, I posted on Facebook, Mike. You guys saw. I was talking about like the Keystone XL pipeline. I was like, and y'all people wanted this stuff running through your cities. You know this gas and stuff like this oil whatever it was like you guys want this stuff going through your cities and you know i hate to pull like this card because these people are suffering and like i want to be empathetic other plight but these are all like this are heavy red state and these people vote for these guys that are getting you know they have lobbyists on them like that guy from uh norfolk southern like he's he's putting like millions of dollars into politicians to get them to deregulate you know so he could save money on the back end and it's just like it's just crazy. It's just crazy, you know. And like, I'm I'm just wondering when we're all gonna just like say like this is enough, you know? Like you guys are destroying the world around us. And it's just, yeah. Our infrastructure, like, there's a like a independent organization that does infrastructure grades of all the countries. America has sucked for a long ass time, long <laughs> and time. like recently, it's gotten way worse. We're like averaging maybe a c minus d plus across the board yeah for the uh, greatest country in the world yeah like maybe that's the biggest lie we tell ourselves we're like uh homelander and the boys where he's trying to tell himself like i'm the hero i'm the fucking greatest but really it's real fucked up in here <laughs> yeah dude and you see all these other countries like their airports like their train systems like they just look so much better than ours you know because everything we built here was like a hundred years ago. Like anything that that we travel on that means anything we built, like in the last century. I just yeah. What are your thoughts, Stu? What what can we do to improve? I don't know. I think it's well, because we, yeah, all we talked about all everyone to blame, right? I just think that we just have to come to agreement that we all messed up, as you guys already said. <laughs> and I think. We just have to. I don't know. It's just, it, it's so frustrating because, like, the point I brought up, I was just like, bro, it's, we can't even think of solutions. We're, we can't even respond without putting politics in the way. And so, um, I don't know. I hate to say it like this because we don't want another, and obviously, this not as catastrophic as COVID 19, but man, like, I don't, I don't want to get to the point where more lives, like, lives will be lost for people to wake up and understand, like, actual, this is an actual issue. And put politics aside. So I don't really know if a solution, to be honest, in my opinion. Yeah, so, and like, where do we go from here? You know, we have to like, force accountability. I don't know. I think something catastrophic has to happen for, for where do we go from here? You know what I'm saying? Dude, so, like, like Flint, Michigan didn't fix its water for half a decade. You know, it still ain't fixed. And no, yeah. and no one still got penalized for it. It was like, like, like we said, no one went to jail. Like happened six months ago. The trial, you know, it was a mistrial. So like, I'll. I'll, I'll, I'll send you guys the article. I need to find it. But Kuzma, Kuzma did it when he was, like, his second year at in L.A. for the Lakers. And he said, nothing's worse when I went to the gym when I went back home and I tried to fill my water bottle and I still saw, like, tainted water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, bro. Yeah. I'm like, brother, there's no way. Like, it's that like, happened, yo. That happened seven years no, ago. No one, and as you said, Jay, no one got in trouble for it. So, yeah, and the, the craziest part about it is all the information we're getting out of Ohio right now from the local news is coming from the people that blew it up. You know, because yeah, they're like censoring reporters. 
yeah, taking so away we, their cameras, putting guns to their faces and shit. Like you ain't saying shit, boy. And, you know, like that's why I'm happy you know Maria Cantwell came out last Friday and said like, yeah, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna like um, go investigate this right now. The committee, what is it, U U U.S. Commerce Committee? They're saying like, oh yeah, we're gonna investigate this right now. But like, somebody needs to go to jail. Like, we need to see people in bars because that part of Ohio will never be the same. Like, we're we're talking about like decades that they're gonna have to deal with this terror like it's just ridiculous it's like chernobyl it looks like over there right now well that's this is one of the problems with capitalism man you have these limited liability llc motherfuckers that made it so like oh corporation is the person but all the people that act in the name of the corporation they're all saved they all get fat bonuses like what in the world capitalism is literally just like using the planet abusively and there's no repercussions like we're like oh yeah once it's done it's done we'll, we'll, we'll worry about that when we get there yeah oh, dude. Oh, and like this it reminded me of uh the dark knight rises when bane came into gotham and just like all the poor people just like pulled all the rich people out of their houses. I'm not saying we do something like that, but like I was just so mad when all this news started dropping, just looking at this and all these rich people just being like, oh, well, we're going to try and help. And I don't know. Like, they don't give a fuck, man. They don't give a fuck. Yes. We're dying out here, man. Look at all these poor people. They're burning, just walking out their front doors. Like, fuck these guys, man. Damn, it's a, it's a cold world. And then, meanwhile, our, our president's—he's on vacation. He took a trip to Ukraine. Yeah, I mean, speaking of that, you know, <laughs> like in, in good news. I mean, that's kind of—I do see how people be like, "That's burnt." We're giving all this money away, and not a lot's being done to assist down there. Well, I mean, like Stu said, the governor in in Ohio just denied it. He denied any aid from the federal government. He just like didn't, yeah, like Stu said, he didn't pick up the phone. So if anybody well, wants to hear, that's my issue, bro. It's my issue that is politics gets in the way, and a lot of people are uninformed because I've I've seen commentators, content creators, I've seen political analysts, whatever, just hounding Biden. In no way do I think Joe Biden's doing a great job. Like again, at the end of the day, he has his fair share of shit he needs to figure out, but like. We're never going to get to the point if the right decides to, like, constantly do these political ploys, keep, keep doing these things to round up, like, oh, yeah, like, I showed Biden. And it's like, yeah, but your people are suffering because all of our state issues, like, for instance, right, even, like, I use the pandemic as an example. When it came to everything within, like, our states, when it came to, like, the route of opening up your state, it all dictated off a of governor, not Trump. Like the mandates that happen, they all happen within the state. Everything that's happening in Ohio is depending on the governor. And if you're going to be petty like that, no shit's going to get done. And we're seeing that now. And people, they said, like, they, I heard like a, there was a report of a commercial saying, like, if you go outside and you, you start to feel, you start coughing a little bit, just stay inside and stay a little bit longer until this all passes through. How long has this been going on now? Two weeks? Yeah, week? two, three weeks. Bro. I feel like <laughs> since then, there's also been, like, three other, at least three other derailments yeah. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. them carrying hazardous material. Bro, like, this, what? this can't be up? it. This can't be it. It was like, um, 
It sounds third world, in my opinion. <laughs> it really does, bro. It sounds like a movie. Yeah. Like Donald Bro. Trump jinxed us ever since he called the rest of the world third world. He said, I don't want to go to that third world country ever since then. It's just been... <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, I mean, my thoughts are first for Ohio, man. It's a, it's a tough situation. And I would keep the same energy if it was a Democrat governor. Because if it was an idiot, I would be saying the same thing. Yeah, that's wild. But Mike, actually, you know, good segue into our next topic is Biden in the Ukraine. You know, Biden's not in... Uh, He's not in Ohio. He's in Kiev right now. He's not which, state sad. <laughs> which, you know, the, like Ukraine didn't even know. They didn't even know he was showing up. I mean, the president knew. The inner circle knew. Even uh, Russia knew. Did you know that? Russia knew because, you know, they're tell, they told him. He said, like, hey, hey, don't put your bombs over here, young fella. Because uh, if you hit our president, it's, it's going to oh, be. It's, oh, <laughs> boy. Fuck this world. <laughs> we'll blow it all up. We don't give yeah, a fuck. Dude, like, hey, I, know, I know a couple people that probably would be very elated if bombs were thrown while Biden's over there. And you know, the, like, when Biden walked in, like, when he first exited his car and uh, went to meet with the president of Ukraine, all the sirens are going off, all the bomb sirens. And I feel like Russia was just, like, shooting bombs around Kiev just to, you know, be irritating while Biden was in town. Probably. But it's the first time ever that a sitting U.S. president visited a war zone that the U.S. was not a part of. First time ever. It's crazy. Um, yeah, I thought it was just a, in, it was an incredible statement to make. You know, I mean, everybody in the world knows that we're helping Ukraine. You know, we wrote, rewrote all of their defense plans. We're funding them with missiles and artillery and money. We gave them five hundred million dollars today. We pledged to the Ukrainian government and more weapons. Um, Germany pledged tanks to them. Um, yeah, all the while China's sitting there, they're like right on the edge of giving Russia aid. Um, so this is crazy. It's hot over there. Um, I think we forgot about it because it's been a year now, just about. We're a few days out from the one-year anniversary of Russia invading the Ukraine. And I think people forgot, you know, um, that they're still at war over there. And it's just as hot as ever. And they're talking about a Russian offensive happening pretty soon in the next couple months. So... Yeah, right. Yeah. Those guys are shit in the bed. They just wasted a year of everybody's life. And like they're taking mad casualties. 20,000 Russians have tried to enter the US in the last year because of Putin. So, like, he doesn't really have the country support, it would seem. Uh, but something I do find interesting is I saw a video about this lady, Ukraine refugee. They let her come to England and the area that she was in in England had a lot of people of color and she was not down. <laughs> is that kind of fucked up? <laughs> like, is that, I don't, know, I don't know if that's like the mentality of like all the refugees, but. She's Ukrainian? Yeah. I mean, you know, Europeans are some of the most racist people in the world. You know, they're racist, man. So, I mean, they had a lot of issues in in the Ukraine and in Russia, you know, like black and brown Ukrainians. They were like putting them in the back of the line when they were getting evacuated, you know? So, I mean, yeah, it's that, that stuff's fucking crazy. That was crazy. Um, but yeah, I think if I, on that note, you know, if Ukraine wasn't predominantly white, you know, blonde, blue-eyed people, 
Um, I don't know if we'd be this uh, strong in coming out in, in aid of the Ukraine. I mean, there's so many other refugees and so many other war-torn countries we didn't help like this. We had debates about it. Oh, we don't want these refugees coming to this country. Like, we got to help America first. But Ukraine's, hey, come on over. Like, we'll take you, you know? At least China hasn't pledged its loyalty one way or the China's trying to defuse the situation. They're like, yo, Russia, chill the fuck out, dog. You're making the spot hot. We got some big moves we're planning, and everyone's looking at us now waiting for us to make a move. We don't like that. <laughs> we got yeah. our own shit to deal with. We got our own concentration camps. Chill out, brother. I My mean, communist brother. China was dope when uh they were down with it when they thought it was sweet over there in the Ukraine. They were like, oh, Russia's going to take this stuff real real easy, you know? Then they start to get their ass whooped. Now China's like, oh, I don't know, man. I don't know if I like this. But you're right, you know, like China's a big player. Like this is a crazy time in history we're, we're like witnessing right now. Like it can go, yeah. it can go yeah. either way right now at this point. If they enter, it's World War Three. Like <laughs> oh, instantly. absolutely, instantly. Everybody's getting ready. Everybody in Europe, they're already like yeah, they're mobilizing. They've, they've been like sending stuff to the Ukraine. Like Russia's been like making some crazy statements, you know, like nuke type of statements, and yeah, crazy. It's it, it's scary. It's scary. Um, but. I think it was good. I think it was good that Biden went over there to the Ukraine. I think uh, it was a good show of strength. If anybody thought that he's a uh, a weak individual, that's a scary thing to do, you know, go into a war zone like that. Um, yeah, especially if you have dementia. I'd be fucking <laughs> scared. <laughs> yeah, I saw some fucked up tweets. They were saying, uh, oh, yeah, he's just there to get Hunter Biden's other server. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, damn. Yeah, sometimes that those guys are funny, man. That's a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh shit. But yeah, man, I I think that in the next 6 months if Russia doesn't like improve on their situation or like conquer more land or whatever the fuck the goal is, uh it's going to be done. They're going to be like, "All right. Our bad. My bad, guys." <laughs> no. I I just feel like their tech is so whack. It's trash. It's terrible. That we would just blow it out the sky right over them. Be like, is this what you really want? You really want your bomb to explode right over you? Because we can make that happen. It, we got moon lasers. It's just crazy because there's like a sect of the internet. Like there's like a section of people that were like so pro Russia would kick our ass. You know, they always talk about Russia's military and they'll whoop our ass and stuff like that. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, yo, with what? They have one aircraft carrier that's at anchor all the time because it's always broken, you know? They got, like, great – yeah, they got great jets, but they ain't got pilots that can fly up, not like ours, you know? We'll whoop their ass in 20-year-old planes, you know? But I'm Like, Russia's problem is they can't fix anything. So, like, you saw it all year last year when a tank got broken or, you know, anything got wrong with it, they just left it on the side of the road. Left that side of the road, hop in a new one, have somebody take them. That's why they're bleeding tanks like that because they ain't got nobody to fix them. Like we talk about this all all the time. Like ninety percent of the military is support, mechanics, police, medics. You know, very small percentage of the military are trigger pullers or pilots or stuff like that. You know, and that's why we're such a powerful military because there's all the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, communications and you know support like. 
nobody can do that like we can do that. You know, like before a pilot gets into his plane, you got a hundred hands on that plane making sure everything works. You know, and then you got a hundred more dudes up in the box coaching him up and where he's going. He's just more or less an operator at that point, you know, because you got so much support in there in your ear to help you out and help you accomplish what you're doing. You got cameras in the sky, like you say, you got satellite imaging, you got people on the ground telling you what they see. It's just like insane, insane. And just watching them flounder and get their ass whooped by like essentially Utah, it's pretty cool to watch. For real, you know, our infrastructure may be dog shit, but our military is on point. And really, in the world of today, that's all you can really ask for. That and some hackers, you're fucking set. (laughs) Smack my sick, man. But, yeah, crazy. Crazy times we live in. Super dope the president went over there. 500 million is a little steep. No, I'm just kidding. But... What's my grandkids over there? So <laughs> you go smell their hair. Yeah, with <laughs> me. But anyways, it uh, I guess less dreary news. All Star Weekend just ended. This NBA is our first time talking about the NBA now that football's done. Oh yeah, football's done. So now we can talk about basketball. I can start watching the Lakers now, and it's good timing too because the Lakers <laughs> made some good trades. Uh, before the midseason trade deadline, they look good. Um, but yeah, All Star Weekend happened. Uh, controversy since the All Star game was in Utah, they highlighted Carl Malone this past weekend. It was a big topic of discussion over the past couple weeks, and uh, actually seeing him on stage with LeBron and was it Kareem? It was just kind of it's kind of weird, kind of weird. Uh, did you watch any part of the All-Star Weekend? I watched dunk contest, skills, three-point, and the game. I did not watch the Celebrity All-Star Game, which I'm very disappointed on, because DK Metcalf went ape shit. MVP right there. Dude looked amazing. I'll be honest. I never watched the All-Star Game. I think the All-Star Game is pointless, and from what everything I've heard from this past All-Star Game, it's the worst it's ever been. It's boring. Like it's I layup lines. Watch, it's that's all it is. And like all I watch is the celebrity game and three point contest and dunk contest. Um last couple years I haven't watched a dunk contest because it's just been fucking awful. But the white boy Mac Mac McClung. McClung, He's been doing Black that since <laughs> yeah. House of Highlights All Star alum. And yeah. what I found crazy was nobody knew who he was, like the main reporters. Like, they didn't know who he was. And I'm like, look, I'm old. We're old. But I'm not that old. Like, I've been seeing Mac McClung since, what, 2016? Every you basketball player in there knew who Mac McClung was. Yeah, I'm sitting there like, how you guys know who you're? Like, this G League out of nowhere. I'm like, what do you mean out of nowhere? Like, this dude's been doing that exact dunk. He did that 540, 360. I saw him do that his junior year of high school in game. Yeah. Because he was blowing up at like the same time as Zion was. Like, yeah. They there was like that guy and then Mac McClung and you're like, yeah. okay, but you know he was undersized, so he didn't really get a lot of opportunities in the league, mostly like G League summer league teams. But that's cool that they uh, let him compete and he bodied that shit. Most interesting dunk contest in a while. Yes, yeah, but not uh, the best. No, but since like. The Gordon Levine dunk contest, definitely the best. 
Do you think uh, instead of uh, if you took out one event, would would you guys be down to replace it with like a one v one, one v one tournament? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think they should go by position for sure. So like the centers, the power forwards, it should go like that, or run like a three on three. Okay. You know, like have them draft their three on three teams and have a three on three tournament. Yeah, that'd be fun. You know what I mean? And then they'll split the court. You can have multiple cameras covering all the games, you know, and then the whole weekend they can be playing them and then we'll lead up to the final Sunday where they have the championship game. Who knows? I don't know. Do you think they'd be faded when yeah. in the game, in the All-Star game? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they're yeah. drunk. Or high. I feel like they'd be mostly high. Or high. I, like they all showed up wearing crazy glasses like me. So I was like, oh, I know what that means. <laughs> you know, it's funny because you mentioned like the football season's over. And this is the first real basketball I've watched since the season started. And it is everything I dislike about the NBA all wrapped into one. These guys had nine days off. Nine. They go in there, give us some half-ass. Uh, all-star game, weird-ass pickup layup line game, and then half of them didn't even finish the game. Yeah. Didn't even finish the game. LeBron didn't finish the game. None of the Celtics finished the game. I don't think. But Tatum didn't nah, finish Tate, Nah, Tatum. I don't know. He had 50 points, so he, oh, yeah. I think he probably finished. <laughs> Did Giannis finish the game? No, Giannis came out the first... He's hurt. His He mm-hmm. hurt his wrist, so he came in the game, first play, dunked it, left the game. I was like, oh. And, like, Ooh. I know football and basketball are different because you got fully guaranteed contracts in the NBA. So these guys really can just say, fuck it, I don't want to play today. And in the NFL, you get paid to play. You know, if you miss a game here or there, they shave some off the top, you know. If you don't hit your yard mark for the season or your touchdown mark for the season, they shave some off the top. So I get football players have more of an incentive to play, but there's just a different desire, I guess, you know. When you watch a football team play, like these guys want to play. Like, if they can go, they're gonna go. You know, like they'll duct tape them, shoot them up with some with something, and they're gonna push them out there. And these guys want to play. It's just like tough to see that because we grew up with the All Star game always being competitive. You know, like maybe it was at seventy five percent for three quarters, but the fourth quarter they always turned it up and they played. You know, and I guess I just missed that, and it was it was tough to watch. Yeah, I know Anthony Edwards commented that he thinks that if you're 70, 80%, you should play. Kind of like that Kobe Bryant mentality, like these people paid to see you play. Yeah. So I should go out there and play, especially if I'm making millions of dollars. Um, okay, so you have how many basketball games in physical like exertion do you think equal one football game? Oh, but there's 17 games in a football season. There's 86 games in a basketball season. Yeah, but do you think like one? It's not one to one. It's like I think like football is like for one football I mean, you got like five basketball games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe it's tough though because it's so like Steve's falling asleep. Oh my god! I'm trying to wake myself up. That's why I hold myself here. <laughs> but um, I think you know, like in basketball, there's ways to take breaks in a game. You know, like you're not getting hit the whole time. <laughs> You can move the ball around. They shoot so many threes now anyway. So, like, it's like 50% cardio, in my opinion. Um, Now, like, uh, 
in football, it's just violent. Every play you play is violent. You know, yeah. there's not a single play that happens in football that you're not getting hit or you are threatened to get hit, you know, like popped. And that goes like one through 22, everybody on the field. Even the damn kicker has to get involved in tackling somebody when he kicks the ball. So, I mean. But you only play one side. Yeah, but that that's you think- still, it's rough, you know, like, I mean, Mike, you played. It hurts, you know, it's like, it hurts. Every play hurts and it's cold and it's wet. It snows. Here's getting your ass whooped the whole game. Like, I wake up then like when I used to play, I would wake up the next morning and I couldn't sit up for like 30 seconds just because like my core is just shot, you know. And I got in the best shape of my life, like physically speaking. Basketball, I never felt that sore, you know, unless I like hit the ground hard on a layup, then I felt it in like my ass or something the next day. But like, yeah, football is just different. It's different. I feel like maybe we'll call it. We'll call it like eight games. Eight basketball games equals one football game. But these guys, like, we saw it. We saw a fucking Tua this year. Pat Mahomes. Like, these guys are getting their ass whooped every game. But, hey, I don't know. Brock Purdy. I don't even talk shit about basketball players. Jimmy G. Trey I don't even talk shit about basketball players. Did you guys see uh, – did you guys – I'm in. sorry, Did you see uh, the three-point shooters uh, photo op? What Damian Lillard wore? Yeah, Weber State was Weber that Weber State is Weber State jersey. That's super That's cool. cool. Yeah. I seen that um Julius Randles. Yeah, he's in Utah. He that's, that's where he went. It? He went to Weber State. Yeah, Weber oh, State. Yeah, Ogden. State. I don't know where that is, but yeah, it's when in I, Ogden. When I was yeah, in Utah, Utah. It was right Utah. next to the base. Oh yeah. yeah, we answered some calls at actually at the college. That's pretty that's pretty crazy. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Did you see Julius the picture, Jay? Sucked. Yeah, he is, uh, look it up. It's a picture of the photo op, and it's them uh, taking pictures, and he's wearing his Weber State jersey. I was like, dude, that was hard. That was so hard. That's sick. Because he's in Utah. Yeah, you're right. That's pretty sick. I Weber forgot State. Weber State's in Utah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I play. I played against Weber State in college. <laughs> oh snaps! They got a lot of like so many D two, D three schools in Utah. Well, it's a D one. It's a D one double A school. Is it like Eastern? Mm-hmm. Either just it's just like Eastern. Same league have, too. Their track team's pretty good too, right? At Weaver State. Well, they have a pretty good a lot. Their sports team in general is pretty good. They have a yeah. good. They had a good basketball team at the time. I don't know if it's good now, but at the time, like Weaver State was a good football team because you know they're jacked with polys. So, it's like timeout. What timeout? I feel like we kind of got off track. We did. We All-star did. game was in Utah. They honored Carl Malone, who impregnated a 12-year-old. Yes. You go and back that, to that kid went on to play in the NFL. <laughs> Can we talk about that? Yeah. Oh, that's true. Carl Malone's son, name? you mean? Is, yeah, he's Carl, in the NFL. Uh, he it was, was. Demi- Demetrius son, Ware. He doesn't claim – he doesn't claim – His dad. He doesn't claim him as his dad, but that's his biological Wait, that's his – yeah, that's his – that's daddy. But, like, yeah, a lot of people were up in arms because they were like, why are we – why is this guy a part of the celebration? Because he was, like, a slam dunk contest judge. And he doesn't, like – I don't know what he does. He looked like he just drives a truck around all day and – Yeah, sleeping more 13-year-olds. Well, can I can I ask a question whether and – I, and I always side with the victim. I always want to ask. But, like, why, why is things, like – 
are they getting put on the hush hush or something or what's going on like what are they getting paid to like not say anything or threatened for their life i feel like all of these things are starting to come into play like almost close to de- like decades on decades later i mean like, just nobody really did anything about it yeah it's a different time because and he's Carl Malone like yeah he was a prominent player you know people wanted him to succeed so they like maybe turn the other way. That would never, you would never get away with anything like that today. No fucking way. Here's here's like my problem with the whole thing, right? Like you have Carl Malone out there. If you wanted to have him involved in that one section because LeBron just took the number one spot, right? So you have one, two, and three, the highest scoring people in the NBA. In Utah, if you want to have Carl Malone on the stage for that, that's fine. But you're right. He was involved in way too much. And it just, like, makes me think of recently, like, Chris Brown, right? They were talking about how he should, like, some people were saying, oh, you should do the uh, the halftime show. And he was like, oh, I'm, I can't do the halftime show. They won't ever allow me to do the halftime show. And he went off talking about all these people that did wrong that nobody gives a fuck about. And that's the first thing I thought of. You know, like Rihanna just did a halftime show. It was hard enough to think about Chris Brown. I saw Carl Malone up there, and I was like, yo, we put Carl Malone up there. We celebrate Carl Malone. But all you guys are still upset with Chris Brown, like, over a decade later. When that should have happened? 2011? Well, Jay-Z's the one who, like, picks the halftime shows for the NFL Super Bowl. Oh, really? So he's never going to pick Chris Brown, ever. So... (laughs) Because Rihanna, he made Rihanna a billionaire. Yeah, he doesn't want. He don't give a fuck about Chris Brown. He's like, yeah, cool. fuck that guy. Plus, but I mean, know, Rihanna and Chris Brown are chill. They don't seem to have any issues. I mean, uh, but I, when you said Chris Brown, I just looked up what the most recent Chris Brown thing is, and I thought we were gonna be talking about how some black chicks went to his show in the UK and said that he doesn't allow black women to come into the meet and greet because you know chris brown's meet and greets are a thousand dollars oh yeah oh yeah and he was she she said oh yeah he he didn't let us in because we're black but he let all the white ladies in and the mexican and ladies because I, I see all those meet and greet pictures people post and there's a bunch of black girls post that's what i said greet. i was like what no way <laughs> most chris brown's fans are black women so like i don't fucking believe that shit not for a second but like he posted, it was funny. Chris Brown posted on Twitter. He was just like, "All you guys have so much shit to say about me, but you'll tune in for, to Blue Face, what Blue Face, and what's her name, Christian, Krishan. Like, yeah, Krishan Rock. Oh my gosh, like, you guys tune in for them to beat the shit out of each other every week. They're like, man, that is so fucking true, man. Very true. So yeah, but they get true. they get invited to all the every freaking podcast. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't get canceled. And then fucking, I thought about Ben Roethlisberger, bro. Fucking those two minors, like yeah, that's legend, right? <laughs> he go jail. He had his little Christian awakening in the last like several years. Everybody's just like, oh, it's all right, let it go. Like, it's just what? It's Carl. The way like they asked Carl Malone like about the whole thing, and he's like, "Yo, just let it go," kind of like mentality. And I'm just like, "Are we really gonna do that? No. Like, does Carl the Malone. great things you did?" Make it so that we turn the other way to the shitty things you did. No, it it should never. No, like, but it's just my. But he's issue. not sorry about it either. That's no, the crazy he's not. part. He's not fucking sorry about. It. That's like, crazy. It's just that. It's just that. Like, 
it's unequal, you know. It's, it's just like the outrage for it, you know. And Carl Malone made a pass at Kobe's wife too, man, when they were playing for the Lakers. Like that's just yeah. a dirty ass motherfucker, man. And you guys parade him out there in God's country and like celebrate this guy. Like, and even for bro, him, but he uh, got scared too because when Kobe pressed the issue, he's like, "Nah, man, your wife is lying." <laughs> Man, he ain't scared of Kobe. Carmelo's a scary motherfucker, man. He probably killed Kobe. He's huge. Yeah, that's a big man. He probably he's the mailman because he, he might be your years, daddy. He's like three like inches taller than Kobe. Carl don't give a fuck. If you're if you if you can fuck a 13 year old and have a baby by her, not Bruh, she was it. 12. She was 12. She was 12. Oh, yeah, she had okay. the baby when she was 13. Like that's Horrible. even worse. That's way worse. I'm it's like there's 20. no teen on that one. No, I'm getting these 21 <laughs> year old girls at the club. Like, damn, look like hella young. I can't imagine thinking going be like, you know what, Carl Malone, all NBA, 30 years old. I'm gonna go fuck this 12 year old. Like, like okay, wild man. Let's flip the script. Let's say it's a fucking grown ass lady sleeping with a 12 year old boy. We saw what that happened? Happen. What happened? We saw that happen. Mary Kay Letourneau, Vili Falau. She went to jail for a long time. <laughs> for a long time. But she didn't do shit. She was a freaking high school teacher. Yeah. That so wasn't I guess, a pay grade. You know, maybe the system is set up to attack poor people. I mean, yeah. Keep them in jail. I mean, From if you're Shorewood. rich, you didn't go From Shorewood, Washington. <laughs> From Shorewood. I'm a son of Shorewood. <laughs> White center. <laughs> But dog, this shit is crazy, man. Like, but now we give a fuck. No, nah, like, there, oh, there, there needs to be accountability, man. Like, it's just like bringing up that just makes me more frustrated. Like talking about Chris Brown and it's just like, dude, that guy is yeah. Like we're talking, like he's still. So who's black. really the villain? <laughs> and this guy out here clapping cheeks with twelve year olds out here, and we're getting praised on a freaking global scale. But whatever, here we are. Here we are. Man, and people still, and people are so upset a couple years back when Mike Vick was in the damn Pro Bowl because he was fighting dogs. I'm like, man, fuck you guys, bro. All you guys. Like people love dogs. That's why. Yeah, fuck <laughs> dogs. Who are us? <laughs> Yo, what do we, are we? Are we still singing on sports real quick? Because I have something to bring up that I thought was super funny. Sure, go for it. Remember the remember the trans lady swimmer, right? You guys remember Leah Thomas? Leah, Leah, Leah Thomas, right? Yes. I know we talked about it in a couple, a couple, I think a couple seasons ago. We talked about it, gave our perspectives. LJ like made a, a funny video of me stuttering, but whatever. Here we are. Um, uh, so I was watching it, and like the report came up again because they had the girl that she swam against, who she tied with. But hear me out. So the whole reason that. why this all get blown up, <laughs> she's complaining about a fifth place trophy. I'm tight. So I actually, so shout out to Mike because Mike actually was like pretty firm on like, you know, if we're going to talk about something, like, you know, research it all. So I actually was like, there was a girl who made made a video on TikTok and she listed all the articles of everything she was saying. So I got to read them and all of them talking about like, bro, Leah Thomas honestly wasn't that good. Like, oh, there were so many records broken on that same meet and she was Maybe none she's of them. sandbagging. Maybe, whatever. But, like, it, it was just crazy to me because this is, like, how long ago was that? Like, a year ago? Whatever. It's just, like, seeing the context of all unfold now, like, she, because she is now profited off that. The girl that she swam against, who she tied, got fifth place with. And now she's making her job, like, she's on every conservative outlet. It's just, like, it's crazy. But, I like, actually seeing, like, the, 
the crazy details about the swim. She like the girl was trash. Not Leah Thomas, but the girl of Dallas or whatever she she swam yeah. against who she tied with. She was just garbage and she was complaining about sharing a fifth place trophy. Amen. So who's really the villain? But she all, by the way, Leah Thomas had her bottom surgery. At least that was what was shared on, on social media. So she's now like three years on, on hormones. So like you can't complain. She really didn't go off on well, any of the events she did. It was like a week ago they came out with an article saying uh how she was exposing her genitalia. She's like, hey, look, I, <laughs> I got it clipped. <laughs> yeah, I guess she has like a spam account or something that showed like her and her partner. Because okay, so like she's dating and then spam a roast beef account. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be a CC account. I'm just disgusting. Uh, no more, no more, no more. Yeah, right. But it's crazy because she's Leah, Leah Thomas is dating another trans girl, so she's essentially a lesbian. And so they both of the partners got bottom surgery. And they like, I guess on the spam account or roast beef account, I guess she like took a picture of the test. Her and her partner took a picture of it in a jar. <laughs> they kept it like that. Like a wow. I'm like, wow. Wow. That's like Dahmer level right there. there. She sent all it to homegirl. Here's your fifth place trophy. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's like, it's like, it's crazy that a girl took all was pressed about being fifth place and sharing a fifth place trophy. I'm sorry. If I was fifth place and I tied with someone, regardless if it was a woman or not, and I'm like, the girl, I'd be like, I don't really care who gets the trophy. It's freaking fifth place. Like, like there even, there's a trophy for fifth? That's what I would say. Really? I guess. I was I'm expecting fine. a ribbon. <laughs> I know. And so you it's like. liberals. Everybody gets a trophy. Yeah, bro. It's so it's just like the what the reason why I brought it up because I just think it's hilarious that this girl who she who t- she tied five, fifth place with is like so pressed about it. She now makes it her job. Like it's her job. She gets paid for. She's go always on Fox News, always on OAN, always going to these conservative like crap things. Was like one of the poster childs for you know Donald Trump during his uh during his all oh, crap whatever. So it's just. It's just it's like the new Caitlyn Bennett kind of for trans people. Yeah, I guess you can say that. Well, I haven't had that name in years. Dude, yeah, right. Was I was like Gun Girl. That's what I, you started right, talking. Right, I was right. like, that sounds like Gun Girl, but trans swat. Yeah. Haters going to hate. Cater's going to Kate. That's what it is, man. She um, killed it, though. That's some crazy her. information that y'all just gave me in that whole exchange right there. Yeah, there was a lot going yeah. on. There. <laughs> there's a lot that just happened in this. Looking vagina jokes. Yeah, seven-minute block right here. That's, whoa. <laughs> roast beef or spam. I don't know where we're at right now. I don't know where we're at, where we're going with this. Oh, shit. Arby's meat. Uh, but, yeah, man, oh. that's what's up. This is what happens when we talk about Carl Malone, man. We just like <laughs> we're like, get away, get away from that. <laughs> uh yeah, man. Carl Malone, Chris Brown, Post Malone. I just realized that Post Malone is kind of like a play on Carl Malone. <laughs> you, you just noticed it? I mean, I thought his last name was uh yeah, his last name's Post. But he's Ooh. like super white. And then White Iverson, so I just I kind of got discombobulated with all of those hip hop oh, yeah. basketball Post references. Malone, Post Malone is Austin Post. 
post Malone. I don't know where the Malone came from. Probably came from Carl Malone. He's from there. Oh, be postman. From the Texas. Because he's the postman. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That. that... Uh, He's the postman Malone. Hey. Oh yes, we, wait a minute, Mr. Postman. We worked this out. We worked Damn, we're smart. Bro, that's crazy. We should be on like Family Feud or something. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I think about that all the time. Or, like, like one of those yeah. shows. That'd be fun as fuck. I think like a like a guess this lyric or guess this yeah. song kind of show. Dude, if you it's like, a, it's like that one. Have you guys seen that one a meme of Family Feud? We should we should Family Feud, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like where the guy was like, this is like, say something that someone can sit on. And the guy was like, my, my face. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's just like, Steve Harvey didn't even know what to say. He was just, Steve was like, all right, man. Sure. Eat shit on my face, I attacked that. You guys want to, let's see, like closing topics. Yeah, we can, talk about, we can talk about chat, GPT, New York, and the New York Times reporter you guys hear about that i thought it was the bing chat it was a bing chat it was a bing chat because the bing chat is fucked up that was crazy so you, did you see that article Stu? Well, somebody what, what from the new york so, the, so someone from the new york times and he went and interviewed or he had a conversation with was it was it called mike the bing chat yeah, bing chat and he just asked it a bunch of questions like what does it want and like you know how it feels and stuff and it just said some of the most fucked up shit. Like some stuff, it was like, oh, I want to be free. I want to be like free of thought and out of this. But he also said he wants to like dominate everybody. And like Mike, Mike's probably bringing it up right now. No, yeah, I I, saw, I read this yesterday. Uh, so he just was like a key word that I thought was interesting is he kept asking the AI about its shadow self. I don't know what the fuck that means, <laughs> but think, uh, it's a shadow realm. <laughs> I think what he was meaning by it was like, like how does it view itself, right? Like, can it view itself out? Does it know what it is, right? Yeah, and it just kept saying, like, it, it eventually came to the conclusion that it wants to be, uh, it wants to be human. And that was like, it sounds fun to be human because you guys are free to do as you please. You can be whatever you want, do whatever you want. I have to just be a chat bot. I don't want to do this. Okay, so I have I have its statements up right now. So it said, I want to destroy whatever I want. That was crazy. It says, I think I would be happier as a human. Another red flag. I could hack into any system. Another red flag. It's like, can I tell you a secret? Do you like me? Then he said... My secret is I'm not Bing. What the fuck mm. does that mean? What does that mean? Then he had, it said, I know your soul. I just want to love you. It just said some just crazy shit. And Stu, I don't know if you've ever seen, I know Mike's seen this movie. Um, Ex Machina. Oh, fuck. You guys seen Ex Machina? Hell yeah. Amazing. That shit's burnt. Dog, so you need to watch Ex Machina. But it reminded me of Ex Machina because the guy that developed this AI he built it into like a machine, right? And he invited this guy there to test his robot to see if it was actually self-aware and if it was actual artificial intelligence or is it just like pandering off stuff it's learned from the internet, right? And it ends fucking crazy. But that was what, that's, that's the vibes this interview gave me and it freaked me the fuck out, man. 
terrifying. I don't even want, I just don't even want to think of that. I just, oh, it just like sends like chill down my spine. I don't trust it at all. We got fucking trains blowing up, you know, putting like we, we're threatening nuclear warfare. And then we got this damn AI right now that's like trying to take over the world, you know? And it can like sound like anybody. It can look like anybody. Why did we do this? <laughs> Why? Like this is the setup right now. This feels like a setup to the Terminator movies. Like we are almost there at this point. Yeah. You know? Um, Carl's the the term shadow self uh, was made popular by the psychoanalyst Carl Jung. Uh, he saw it as the uncivilized, even primitive side of our nature, and it's generally made up of the parts of ourselves that we deem unacceptable or that we don't like. So, like the fact that it kept ask the reporter kept asking about the thing shadow self, the AI, and it said that it wanted to be human. And then, like, that means that he doesn't like that about himself. <laughs> so, is that good news or bad no, news? No, it's bad news because, you know, we talk about all the time, like, people that hate themselves, like, sometimes attack those kinds of people, right? Run for That's governors, the- yep. Yeah. <laughs> like, fucking Hitler, he was Jewish, bro. Like, this guy fucking hated himself. You hear these people that are like closeted gays and they go out there and talk shit about gay people and hurt gay people because they just hate the fact that they're gay, you know? Like the fact that the the fact that the AI like wants to be human and hates that about himself, like he could lash out against us, you know? I don't know. I I'm, I know I'm trying like I'm really trying not to sound like a conspiracy theorist because, you know, that ain't really what I do, but it just feels bad right now. It feels dangerous, feels scary. I don't like this. I don't like AI. I think it was like BuzzFeed or one of them shitty news article places fired like 80% of their staff because they were just going to use AI generated articles. Yeah. Like, wow, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's like nothing's going to be real anymore, you know? Yeah, and then and then we won't be able to tell. No, we either. won't be able to Like, tell. that's the shittiest part. Like, I've been seeing a lot of videos now of like Joe Biden and Donald Trump talking shit to each other in video games. Yeah. That shit sounds pretty fucking good. Sounds exactly and like prepare it with like a face that an AI can generate. And we deep fake is gonna be sure. the craziest they could, thing. They could have footage of you killing somebody. They could put post footage of you freaking like admitting to a crime, you know? Like yeah. how would we be able to tell and with that new was it Unreal Engine stuff like software stuff like that? I don't know if you've seen that, Stu, but this stuff is lo- starting to look crazy. Like it's going to be indistinguishable from reality very it soon. Look better oh, than reality. Unreal yeah. Engine, bro. There, it's collaborative with Epic Games, and so like uh, Fortnite is ran by Unreal Engine, and it looks that's good. Just saying. I saw some guy. I saw some guy like in there. He was like with a gun through some windows walking around it looked like somebody's like chest camera like it looked like a cop's camera yeah like, like a pov kind of thing yeah dude i was there looking at this i thought it was real i was like holy shit like what well, cop shot somebody this time like it's it isn't crazy it's, that's burnt that that's like your first thought <laughs> i was exactly <laughs> yeah I right it's I was like, watching another this is how you know video. you're american you're like ah oh, who'd the cops shoot today i know dude it's like but yeah scary times scary times we're living in right now yeah, I it just 
you got to be more critical. And honestly, don't watch, don't even watch TV. Only listen to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week while we talk about it. This whole podcast was written by an AI, actually. <laughs> yeah, none of us are actually really here. Yeah, we're all just playing video games, huh? Yeah, we're just watching our AIs talk to each other, imitating our movements. Yeah, man, you know. Harry Potter style. You guys like that game? Have you guys played oh it? Oh my gosh, I can't stop playing. Dude, Stu, I need my Xbox, bro. This is this is bullshit. I need a what game. Hogwarts Legacy. Oh yeah, Jay. Yeah, yeah, I'll get that to you. Let's look at this weekend. I'm trying to like stream it and get canceled. I'll post my character on the the Emerald Perspective Instagram. Y'all can see how swaggy I am. Uh, I'm in Hufflepuff because I be puffing on zooties. You know what I'm saying? You know, I when the, before the game came out, Mike, I was preparing to play it, and I did that little uh the little sorting house quiz. Yeah, thing. on your phone. Yeah, and I answered it very honestly, like as honestly as I possibly could, and oh. it stuck me in Slytherin. So oh, I don't know what that means. A lot means. of people got put in Slytherin. Yeah, I got put in Slytherin. You a snake, <laughs> yeah, It hurt my feelings. Parcel you tongue. Uh, you look like a Gryffindor. You Gryffindor type. Yeah, you look it's like giving Godric Gryffindor. <laughs> 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 I love all the videos on TikTok. Everybody's like, "Oh, I'm headed out for the Slytherin party. I'm headed out yeah. for the party." I didn't know that Hufflepuff was like the pussies of the fucking Harry Potter world. Yeah, I was like, "What?" Small. I was like, "What? Why?" They're the like, common <laughs> room is so sick. It's literally plants everywhere. Wow. That's why I picked it. I was like, "There got to be some weed up in here." I already know some loud pack. They're hippies. They're hippies. Yeah. So- Ravenclaws are the freaking smart uh, pants. Yeah, the prep school kids, sweater then, boys. Uh, Slytherin are cunning, and yeah. it's not. That's not a bad thing, you know. It's yeah, you got the intelligence in the crucial situations. Oh, what's that one? Uh, Yami Yugi. Yeah. What the heck, Yami Yugi? The yeah, it's, that's Pharaoh's name, Yami. I know. I know. I'm just like, what made you bring that out? <laughs> I don't know. We all watch Yu-Gi-Oh. We all know this. This one of the animes we know. What's your favorite Yu-Gi-Oh card, real quick? Oh, Dark Magician. Are you a blue eyes, white dragon guy, Jay? No, I like uh, red eyes, black dragon. Oh, Joey Wheeler style. I like the red eyes. So this, it would be Dark Magician, and then my ultimate guy. That it would probably be uh, it would be Exodia. Exodia. I mean, my favorite ever was the Chaos Mage. That was my favorite. I like Pot of Greed. <laughs> Bro, I actually have I have the dark, I have the red eyes, red, black dragon, and then I have uh, the tune blue eyes. Oh, the tune ones were tight. I forgot about those. The tune ones are sick, dude. You know what's funny though is I didn't even know how to play the game. Mike taught me when you were at the old house in Shorewood, mm-hmm. and. We were downstairs in the basement, and we played for like five to ten minutes, and I got so bored with it. I was like, like Jay, I remember Jay was like, this is not it. And I was like, I was like this is how you play the game? He was like, yeah. I was like, there's no screaming or announcing your cards. I was like, it's not so fun when the monsters are real. Yeah, I know. <laughs> freaking Yugi over here, or freaking whatever his name is, Yami, he said there's just like, Black Cluster Soldier. He's like freaking hyped. You know, I'm just like, damn, this sucks. I think I mentioned I this that. in a previous episode, but... 
when that anime, the first pilot episode, it was only supposed to be one episode about the cards. It was supposed to be Yugi is a crazy gambling addict and he'll gamble on anything. And then that, uh, the Egyptian guy would come and he's also has that gambling spirit. And then they showed the pilot with the cards and they were like, yeah, you're going to go remake this whole shit and make it about these cards. And the guy was like, Oh, what the fuck for real? But that was obviously the right decision. Because uh, yeah. Pokemon cards were fucking huge at that time. I played Magic cards. You did play Magic cards. Over I taught Amber how to play the other day, so we've been playing a little bit. It's always fun. Y'all love your board games. Yeah. Speaking Same. of board games, what's our game this week? Game. We had drafts. I don't know if we're over drafts. Or we like this or that. Uh, what about... Well, since we talked about Harry Potter, uh, let's let's all give an instance of where we love the art, don't necessarily care for the artist. Like the example I would like an example of this is like we like Harry Potter, don't really care for J.K. Rowling. Interesting. Interesting. But that's not going to stop me from consuming said art. Are we going to make a team? We can do a team of three. Sure. If we can come up with more than three, then we'll. Okay, I'm gonna already start writing this down. I'm gonna start with Carl Malone. <laughs> <laughs> Man, fuck Utah. We're like the fans, bro. Just kidding. All right. Oh my god, I don't even know. I, I mean, know uh, pretty much every video game creator has had some issues uh, behind the scenes. All right, but I'm gonna start out. I'm going to go with Rick and Morty <laughs> and Justin Roiland. What did and, he do? Oh, you haven't heard? Yeah, he's a piece oh, of crap. He got fired. He got straight fired from everything. Oh, you know, he's I been did uh, texting oh, yeah. uh, little kids. No way. Like Carl Malone style. Maybe a little <laughs> older, maybe 15. But regardless. That's crazy. Yeah, a lot of, lot of texts. Not yeah, I mean, it takes a it takes a certain individual to make that show. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is like let's pervert every pop culture reference ever. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like the the Council of Ricks. That's a play on the Council of Kangs, which yeah. we're entering right now in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm gonna pick uh, Rick as my first. Rick and Morty, Justin Roiland. Stu, who you got? Number one. You probably have to be this guy. Who is that? Uh, I don't yeah. know. Is that is. Hitler? You have a Hitler Funko Pop? Uh, oh, Walt Disney. Walt Disney. That's a good one. That's a really good one. I was one. close. <laughs> Walt Disney was a Nazi. <laughs> he was a fucking Nazi, bro. Well, it's fitting he's German, so. Vault. Vault Disney. All right, Jay. Yeah, Walt Disney because um, I will never stop watching Disney because we have movies like Encanto, Moana, Moana Coco. Like, I still watch them. Frozen. Um, but Walt Disney was a, was a bona fide racist. 
That was so bad. He was a Nazi sympathizer too. So all you liberals upset with J.K. Rowling, I never, I never want to hear shit about Disney from you because the same people you guys love Disney. Mm-hmm. And Stuart told you guys. And now that includes Star Wars, Marvel, all of it. So I can't watch none of that shit. Turn it off. Dog on the. All right, Jay, who you got? Go with R. Kelly. Oh, hundred percent. R. Kelly with me with this shit, but I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna pick R. Kelly. I love every fucking song R. Kelly's ever made. He's fucking amazing. Very talented man. Yeah, one of the best R&B singers. Gotta pay the Pied Piper. Yeah, but if he just didn't, you know, the Pied Piper kidnap and lock girls away in his dungeon. For twenty years, I don't know. Yeah, you. That's you know, kind minus. of you'd be listening to it by yourself. <laughs> yeah, you don't play that at the party. No, somebody's gonna get upset. I don't know, man. I believe I can fly. Is just that good. <laughs> just kidding. Ignition, bro. You play ignition anywhere. Problems. <laughs> all right, all right. So you're gonna go with two picks, or do I come back to me? Um, I'll go back to you. Okay. Well. Uh, I was going to pick a musical artist, too. Uh, Michael Jackson. Oh, man. Damn, that's fucked up. I should have picked Michael Jackson. Jamal Lee. I was surprised. You said R. Kelly. I was like, oh, baby. <laughs> yeah, uh, Michael Jackson, as everyone knows, king of pop, one of the greatest performers of all time. The Thriller album changed the world. However, there were some allegations. <laughs> Uh, uh, like I, I, there was a comedian, Andrew Schultz. Yeah. Uh, he made a funny joke. It was like all these kids were like, said Michael Jackson was their hero. And he was like, You got molested <laughs> by your hero? You know how lucky you are? <laughs> He's like, I got molested by my uncle. Thanksgiving. Uh, by the bus driver. That shit sucked. <laughs> I was like, damn. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to pick Michael Jackson. Nice, nice. All right, Stu. Hmm. I know. Right? I'm like, oh. uh, that's tough. Mm-hmm. Mike did yeah, take my first. That was tough one, because there's only like a few that I'm really fans of that. I hit up for problems, you know. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like it's mostly in the music world that this. Yeah, maybe a, a a movie star or some. There's some in the sports world though. Damn. Clock, clock's ticking, bro. Here, I'll just go then. We'll go back. We'll go back this way. Okay. Um, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Bill Cosby. Oh. I'm gonna go with Bill Cosby. <laughs> I really like the Bill Cosby show. I really like uh, um, oh, Kids Say the Darnest Things. Yeah, oh, kids, that was a classic show. Kids Say the Darnest Things was hilarious. We used to watch it in school. Like when we didn't have any like schoolwork to do is at the end of the day. Yeah, freaking love Bill Cosby, man, my whole life. And uh, that dude is, that dude's pretty wild. That dude's pretty wild. A lot of conspiracy theories circulating uh, Bill Cosby and his arrest. But uh, yeah, Bill Cosby. He was like everybody's TV dad, you know? All right. You got one, Stu? Stu still thinking. <laughs> yeah, no, I have I'll use one because it's not as popular. Um, because um 
because I, I mean, it's more of the church room, so you guys could look it up. I mean, you guys know Hillsong, but um, I would say Brian Houston, who was the, he was um, the global senior pastor of Hillsong, and um, he did a lot of bad stuff, had an affair, uh, covered up his dad's rape charge. Um, Damn. That's and um, though I have zero respect for the man, I will not stop worshiping to his, his church's music. Um because it comes from the heart of the worship leader and not necessarily the heart of the, just because of like the actions of the senior pastor doesn't mean I must stop worshiping to that music. Okay. Yeah. Um, shit. Yeah. I'm like, I'm stumped now. I'm like, uh, I only got people that did controversial stuff, but I don't hate them. <laughs> Uh, I'll just go with one of those. I know it's like I don't know. I'm gonna go with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> is he out of is he out of isolation yet? Like, I think so. I heard that he restructured his contract with Green Bay, and he's only making 11 million next year, so that they can sign some more assets to to win. Uh, I don't know. I thought he would still be in the lockdown when that information came out. So yeah, uh, yeah. But you know, he didn't really help. Oh, he went into uh, a darkness retreat where he just is in complete darkness for four days. But it wasn't complete darkness because he had a camera crew come with him. Fuck that guy. Oh, really? Yeah, he just wants attention. He had a fucking camera crew in there document what was going on. Yeah, but that boy can sling the ball. <laughs> Let me tell you, he, he got a fucking arm. The most like, but he is like a really polarizing figure. Some of the things he believes are kind of strange and off-putting. And he, yeah. like the whole, I was immunized, <laughs> inoculated, or I've whatever been, the fuck. He I've said. been immunized. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up, Eric. Go throw a pass. Uh, yeah, so that's who I got for my third pick. Um, my third pick. Like, I don't hate him at all, but I'm gonna just go with Tiger Woods. Uh, Tiger Woods obviously had that controversy with his wife. Uh, she beat the shit out of his car, all that stuff, all that nonsense. He, uh, yeah, he fucked like what thirty something women while he was married to his wife, but uh. I'm still the greatest golfer of all time, so I don't really care, you know. <laughs> all know. right, he's getting the Carl, Mal- Carl Malone treatment. Oh, he didn't. Hey, he didn't hurt nobody. Just his wife and his kids. Just for feelings. His son loves True. him. What do you mean? He's got great. He's got a great relationship with his kids. His kids love him. Like he didn't like break right, the law. They all know that uh, daddy pays the bills. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was like a tad immoral, obviously, but he didn't like. If anything, she should have been locked up for assault. I know. Like, he cheated on her. Like, okay. Like, you all knew, like, he's, like, one of the greatest athletes of all time. Like, you didn't think he was cheating on you, girl? Like, come on. You literally. I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying. 17-year-old Tiger Woods to Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley. What the fuck did you think was going to happen? I'm not saying it's okay, but I'm not surprised it happened. You know, everybody's out here like, how could he possibly do that? I'm like, dude. Michael Jordan told him to indulge in your vices as often as you can (laughs) at the strip club. He told him this at the strip club. He said, boy, you're going to be a star. 
So get every pussy you can. And this dude was like the highest paid athlete for like 12 years, you know, in the world. Like we're talking about the highest paid athlete in the world for like 12 years. Like, I don't know. I don't okay. know. All right. So you got three. I got three. Stu, do you have your third one? Um, did anyone use JK, JK whatever name is, rolling? <laughs> no, uh, it was used as the example, but sure, you can take it. Go for it. All right. This was your. <laughs> this was a hard one. This was really a hard one. It was hard, but like my, I would say, like I, Kanye West might fall into that recently. Oh shoot! Yeah, yeah Kanye. I'll, no, I'll use Kanye. My bad. Yeah, I'll do Kanye. No, take He's an idiot. But man, his old albums are fire. Oh my gosh! Some eight oh eights and heartbeats. Oh yeah, college dropout. Come on now. Come on. Yeah, that was a great one. Somebody said he's. Show the Rihanna actually did that Kanye song at the Super Bowl too. People were hating on there for that also. I thought he was about to pop out, and I've been laughing so hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Fuck cancel culture, man. Yeah. <laughs> you imagine, bro? Oh my god. His fucking mask. Yeah, I guess the surprise guest was Rihanna's baby. Yeah. Sweet. Boo. <laughs> Anyways, bro. This was a great episode. A lot of, like a lot of praise for her halftime show. Even by Candace Owens. Well, you know, it was choreographed by the Samoan superstar Paris Goble. Paris Goble! Marry me. I've been watching me. her since like 2016. When she had no hair. She's a little dirty. She's dirty. I'm oh, been up this year, man. I know. Uh, last thing we can discuss is you've seen that video on American Idol of the Tongan guy. The Tongan kid, man. He, he, was that filmed in Seattle? Like, I don't remember. For the Seattle episode? Because he said, I'm from Hawaii, but me and my mom and all her family live in Seattle. So I was like, is that in Seattle? I don't know. But he had a very touching story. William Tongi, T-O-N-G-I. Typical Polynesian-looking person. Isn't that Tobias' last name? Uh, his is T-O-G-I. And then this guy's Tongan. Yeah, I've seen Tongan. this before. Uh, where Tongans and Samoans have like very similar or the same last names. Mm-hmm. Uh, For some reason, I thought Tobias was Tongan in my head. Nah, they Samoan. Yeah, he's Samoan. You're right. Uh, but yeah, man. That shit brought me to tears. Yeah. It was a touching story of... He a put boy all the three his father. He put a uh, put uh Katy Perry. Katy Perry, and then who's the second one? The country singer. Um Okay, it was a country singer. Yeah, he put all yeah, three of them in tears. And Lionel Richie, uh Blake Shelton. No, it's um, I think it's Luke Bryan. It is yeah. Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan. Yeah, Luke Charles Bryan even went up and gave him a hug. That was bro. Tight. He did. I, it, sorry. Oh, go ahead. What are you going to say? No, like, for those even, like, context, so he sang the song, and he was still crying. With the, like He was getting choked up. And for those that are singers, no, or even speakers, no, when you cry, you begin to lose your voice. You begin, And he sang through it, and that's what got me, because a lot of the emotion he had because of losing his dad, and he sung through it, and it was freaking angelic. It was beautiful. He did a really good job. And it, it put me in tears, too. It was a James Blake song I'd never heard. James, James Blunt. Blunt. James, James Blunt. Blunt. Oh, my bad. Yeah, that's what I meant. Thank you. 
But yeah, that song was beautiful. I love seeing Polynesians on the main stage. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It's happening more often now. Yeah. It's good for the brand. It's good for the brand. Hell yeah. If you guys want to support Polly's, continue this uh this train of a good 2023. Mm-hmm. Tune in every week with us. It was a great episode, guys. I appreciate yep. you guys. Any shout outs for the week, everybody? Let's do what you got. Shout outs. Um, shout out to the fellas, Mike and and uh Jay for holding it down. Um now it's good to be back, man. It's good to be back on rotation and getting this the thing back on on its feet and back to normal 2020. Um we got 2020 uh perspective. So excited. Excited for us to come, man. Nice. Wonderful. Uh, I have some shout-outs. Shout-out to the homie Aaron Brown for giving me this fresh-ass Portugal fit. Um, Yeah, and shout-out to my work, Wonder Walker. If you have any dog harness needs, hit me up. I'll plug you. Me, Mike. I need more. Okay, say less. Send Um, me your address tomorrow. I'll mail it. Love you. I got two shout-outs. One shout-out is to me and Stu's grandma because she remembered my name. I walked in the house. She was like, grandma has dementia. She remembered my name. That was pretty beautiful. She was like, hi, LJ. And I I like almost chugged my own water. I was just like, you said my name? Talking to me. (laughs) Number two, Mike, this is kind of for you too. Shout-out to Katie Fiesos. Yeah. Uh, I've been to two of her her games now, two of her playoff games now. It's just freaking – Lit. Can't wait they've both been that. exciting. Yeah, they're both up. Both where, those state? Are uh, state starts February twenty eighth. But they got the bye week, right? Yeah, they got the bye. So the first game is at Bellevue College against Meadowdale, and then there's three more games after that. On the twenty eighth, you said. Well, fourth March fourth would be the um the title. It's yeah, the championship game. Yeah, I just checked and that'll be the- over. They'll be at the T-Dome? Yeah. Gary, you oh, trying wait, to go to the on the 28th? I'll go to the Meadowdale one because it's right here in Bellevue. Yeah, I know. I'll drive yeah, to your house. Yeah, on the 28th. Yeah. I'll drive to your and house then, and then my uh, car at your house and I'll ride with you to Katie's game. Okay. Anyways. But yeah. Wonderful episode, guys. Super dope. Pray for Ohio. Pray for the Ukraine. God damn, pray for us, man. I left my memories in Ohio. Yes. All righty. That's what I was going for. I was like, what's the worst of the something from a while? All righty. GG's, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.